Trading at Schwab is now powered by Ameritrade, bringing you an expanding library of education with even more ways to sharpen your trading skills. Access new online courses, insightful webcasts, articles, engaging videos, and more, all curated just for traders. Plus, guided learning paths with content designed to fit your unique interests. No sifting to find exactly what you need so you can spend your time learning to trade brilliantly. Learn more at schwab.com slash trading. The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash earnings right now. NetSuite.com slash earnings. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery, and Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash and rented real estate. Find them at nria.net. The S&P 500 is headed for its worst two-day drop since February, amid lackluster earnings and few signs of a pickup in economic growth. Apple is declining for a seventh session a day after Carl Icahn said he cashed out his stake in the company. Amazon is rallying up as much as 11.3% after it reported quarterly results that were better than analysts anticipated. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg Radio. Dow Industrial Average is down 157 points, nine-tenths of a percent, trading at 17,674. S&P 500 down 23 points, 1.1% to 2,053. The Nasdaq is down 55 points, 1.1% to 4750. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down 53 cents a barrel, 1.1% to 4550. Spot Gold is up $27 an ounce at 1293.30. Ten-year Treasury down 230 seconds with a yield of 1.83%. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Today, the president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas, Robert Kaplan, said he supports the Fed moving at a gradual place. Depending on the economy, that pace could be faster or slower towards more interest rate increases. Well, the currency market is betting that after the government reported a first quarter GDP growth rate of just 0.5 percent, that interest rates are a long way off. And that's one of the reasons that the Fed continues a three-month drop. Joining us now to sort this all out for the currency market, Kit Jukes, a global strategist at Societe Generale in London. Kit, welcome back. Hi. Well, you know, the Fed keeps saying one thing, although I think in fairness to Rob Kaplan, he didn't say the Fed was going to raise rates in June or, you know, any time, except that they will at some point. But the dollar seems to me, is it uh, responding as much to the, just the weakness in the economy and the power of that message? Um, I think it's reacting p- partly to a sluggish economy, for, for sure, but, but possibly even more to the, the, the Fed's um, emphasis at the moment um, on giving the economy a chance, on turning around and saying that even as market measures of inflation expectations have been edging a little bit higher, uh, as wage growth has even picked up a little bit in, in the, in, you know, recently, um, that, that they're really not bothered. I think that was one of them. You know, so there were two messages from the Fed in the middle of the week. One is, yeah, you know, we're not ready. The economy is just trundling along. Uh, and the second was, 
we think we think inflationary measures pressures are very absent, and, and that means we're not in a hurry. So, so you have uh, you have a market that's pricing forward expectations of inflation higher, a central bank that doesn't care, and uh, and, and a dollar that's going down. Kit Jukes. Can you tell us who are the people, who are the big players in the foreign exchange market? The foreign exchange market doesn't move by itself. It's got people behind it. Who are they? Um, I think that there's been, a, I mean, there's been a mad rush of all sorts of people to benefit from um, the strong dollar in the last, uh, I guess, the last 18 months or so. So um, European investors who've been buying U.S. assets, European investors who've been going short of the, short of the of the euro, say, and long of the dollar when the European Central Bank moves negative rates. There have been certainly an enormous number of, of the kind of leverage trading community, the hedge fund community, who've had uh, a long dollar bet as part of their gloomy assessment of the global economy uh, and a trade on, and a trade on uh, monetary policy diversions. You've had a lot of uh, hedge, hedging from the corporate sector for whom a strong dollar is, is certainly a, a concern if you're a an American corporate selling products overseas, you have been hedging pretty much everything you can in the currency in case the dollar rises. So it, it's, it's companies, it's um, hedge funds, it's traders, and it's people managing pension funds all over the world. But um, too many of them with one trade uh, the same way around, for sure, when we look back at the last few months. So, Kit, uh, the Bank of Japan did not cut its negative rates even more negative. The head of the Bank of Japan, Mr. Kuroda wants to give the recent moves a chance to work. How has that played out in the currency market? What does it mean moving ahead? Because one of the surprises, of course, has been the strength in the end, even with Japan moving to a negative rate policy. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they, they botched their move to negative rates at the end of January. The, uh, the negative rate policy is in, intended to encourage people to invest overseas. Japanese investors were invested overseas over-enthusiastically already, and in January when markets were melting down, they couldn't do much more, and that, that started this off. Um, you know, either they've made a policy mistake and they just need to wait for the, for the dust to settle, uh, or uh, they've, they've made a policy to negative rates and, and they want to wait and see how it does, how it works, and they're more adult, calm, and grown-up than fools like me uh, and my like in the market. That, that's, that's possible, too, but um, either way... They may well get dollar yen a lot closer to 100 by the time they're done. Um, the yen is strengthening. There's a resistance at the moment, a reluctance to intervene in the foreign exchange markets. Uh, that, that's that's not something that, that people are keen to do at the moment and sort of fuel the talk of currency wars. Um, and I think they're just they're just sitting it out for a bit. But the, the danger is, you know, that buying the yen is the new big thing. Just as I don't know, buying all sorts of other things has been in time. So we're going to overshoot. I don't know how to cope with an overshoot to, to you know, to a hundred and dollar yen, which is another seven percent or so from here. You know, do I buy the yen or do I wait to sell the yen there, or do I just go and uh, and have a long weekend, which I'm getting here now, and <laughs> maybe uh, maybe a cup of tea, or something more that starts with an M. Possibly. Kit Jukes, speak if you can about the investors that may be trapped in a long dollar trade now unwinding to go to a long Japanese yen trade. Will they get trapped there too? Um, some of them. I, I think, the, I think the, the, the rush into the yen at the moment has been um, short-term traders. I think you've got some. I think if you had a balance of, of people in the world, you, you, you have some long-term investors who are still short the yen. 
um, and you have some short-term investors who are along the yen, and the short-term investors are moving us right now. I think some of them may be trapped. I mean, you know, not a lot of people have, have been gods of trading in this market in the last three months. It's been a very difficult start to the year with, with, with trends breaking up and, and moving quite violent the other way. So uh, I would expect several people, you know, plenty of people, more people than I can count, will will we'll find that they can't manage the fall in dollar yen and then the subsequent bounce and um and you know I, I don't think we could we could easily trade down near 100 and up near 120 all before i don't know july the 4th at this rate wow thank you very much kit jukes global strategist societe general the yen right now trading at 106 to the dollar euro spot 114.50 and the British pound at 146. Japanese yen has gained 11% against the U.S. dollar since the beginning of the year. You're listening to Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. China's economy, what do you really need to know, and how much can we trust the economic statistics out of China? Coming up on Bloomberg Radio, we're going to tackle that question and more. To address our new climate reality, the world needs radical solutions. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment, hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.